These were revolutionary, evolutionary times when it came to going fast. Was he the first one to do this? He was the first guy to do because this. Because I've seen this done before and, now. Oh, yeah. But nothing this early. You know, it's not like like a boss hog. That's what people say, oh, you got a boss hog. No, that's got a Mike Wolf and Frank Fritz crisscross the United States looking for undiscovered treasures in American Pickers, now beginning its 20th season on the History Channel. While looking for rusty gold, Mike and Frank also get the story behind every items and meet some of the most interesting people on their road trip. And joining me right now is host of American Pickers, Mike Wolf. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Greetings from Las Vegas. Hey, we were just there about a month ago. Uh, what brought you to Las Vegas? Did you come to visit? We taped a show with Aerosmith. That's right. That's right. That's an iconic episode. That was fantastic. You know, it, it's great that you love Las Vegas because it's my hometown, born and raised here, and I'm really proud of my city. Oh, wow, man. Well, you've seen it change a lot. I've seen a lot of change in Las Vegas. My family came here in the 1950s. I was born here in the 60s, so I'm Generation X. And uh, we had a quarter of a million people when I was growing up. Now we're over two million people. <laughs> I know. And that's, uh, oh. that's, uh, that's not getting any smaller anytime soon. Now, Mike, I'm trying to stay in control here because I'm a super fan of the show. I have seen all 19 seasons. I have seen every episode. I even found a Harley Davidson Jr. mini jacket, leather jacket, that I sent to you a few years ago. Well, I appreciate that very much. We've been working hard on it. Uh, the History Channel's wearing us out, but it's been, it's, been, it's been a blessing. Well, Mike, you're beginning the 20th season of American Pickers. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that a show about two guys crisscrossing the country looking for antiques, undiscovered gold, would be such a hit with the public? You know what? I pitched the show for five years, and obviously I believed in it. Um, but no, I didn't think it would resonate with as many people as it did. And to have 10, 10 years under us is pretty incredible. I mean, 10 years of anything that's, uh, that, can, um, that can really grab a hold of people's attention and, and, and keep it for an hour is, is pretty outstanding. So it's really not so much about us, obviously. It's about the people that we pick. And I think we've done a really good job of like helping tell their story. What sets American Pickers apart from all the other shows is that you really get the story behind the items that you're buying. And you, you treat these people with respect. You honor their memory. And it's just an incredible slice of Americana that we've never seen before. You're, you're actually recording history along with finding these items. And that's it's just an incredible feat. We thank you for that. But we've been very blessed. I mean, Frank and I try to make people feel very comfortable. I mean, you got to remember, we're filming with people that have never been on camera before. So all of a sudden, there's, you know, 13 people in their space. And we're just talking to them. And we're trying to get them to just let go a little bit and, and just feel natural, which is hard. You know, when Frank and I first started this, we were never on camera before, and it was really hard for us. I look at season one and two and three, and I can't watch that stuff. I can't watch myself on camera because it was just so different, you know? I'm different on camera now. I feel like I'm the same person, but my thoughts are a little bit uh, slower, I guess. So for, for us to go into someone's house and try to get them to do the same thing react to us on camera the same way it's it's hard sometimes but we've been very blessed we've been able to to calm people and to get them to relax what's well, an integral part of the show and makes it also successful is you and frank your friendship you guys have been childhood friends for for the longest time and finding friends that last a lifetime is really a difficult thing to do but you guys just seem generally like you really care for each other <laughs> yeah we've known each other 
since eighth grade, my brother has five kids and Frank is the godfather to his twin girls. And he's been like family to us. You know, I mean, I can't say neither of us have changed. We both have changed, obviously, with the experience that we've gone through together. But it's nice to have gone through the experience together. You know, by the time the show hit, I was 45 years old. He was 46 years old. You kind of have a sense of who you are, you think, in life. But when something like this happens, it tests that. So it's been good to do this show with him. How is your brother? He is just the coolest. I get so thrilled every time he takes your place on an episode because you're off doing something else. <laughs> My brother is really incredible. Like I said, he's got five kids. He's always wearing me out. He's always on a pick or he's at a soccer game or he's running another business that he has. And so people think I have energy. He's a year and a half younger than me. He's, he's got way more energy than I do. Well, Mike, I've been a film critic now going on 25 years. I'm a film buff, a film fan, a film fanatic. And when I watch the show and you come across classic movie posters or incredible movie memorabilia, I am like screaming at the television because I want to be there with you to look through all that stuff. We just did a pick like that. It was more like Western theme movie posters, but this guy probably had, I don't know, a couple thousand of them. And um, I love that stuff, too. I love that stuff, especially um, when I was looking through a lot of it. You're probably going to laugh, but um, I grew up in the age of the drive-in movie, and Billy Jack was like my hero, man. So I was looking for like all the Billy Jack posters in this collection. I love Billy Jack. I was right on the tail end of the, the drive-in craze, you know, in the early 70s, the mid-1970s when it was just dying out. And Las Vegas had multiple drive-ins all over the valley. Now we only have one left, but it's one of the most successful drive-ins in the country. Body's been widened 12 inches. This thing was so low and so ahead of its time. And it's one of a kind. There's no other car like that in the world. I mean, look at all the gold stuff on it here. It's got gold going around the trim, around the windshield. No, this is real gold-plated 24 karat, and it's got That's a gold, gold moon roof. <laughs> this thing is 24 karat gold. People think this is the Batmobile. Yeah. Wow. This thing hasn't been on the road since 77. How long have you had this? Six years, seven years. And you've never driven it? No. I'm not a Corvette guy, man. I'm a hot rod guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm 54, and I'm feeling it. Let me tell you, I'm, I'll probably do the show as long as my back holds up. And just on a personal note, I always thought you were kind of a short guy, but you're six foot, and it doesn't come across that way on screen. No, I'm, I'm six foot, but I look taller than that because I'm always standing next to Frank. <laughs> well, Mike, I have to admit, on my bucket list is I want to come to LeClaire, Iowa. I want to see your store, uh, Antique Archaeology, and also Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. I want to come visit the store there and see that city. So I'm coming, so look out for me. Oh, man. Nashville is an incredible city. Obviously, it's growing like crazy. But LeClaire is a city of 3,500 people. And our small downtown, our main street is really thriving. And so uh, I, I hope that you get a chance to see it because we're right on the border of the Mississippi River. One of my favorite elements of American Pickers is that you and Frank, you can't fake being experts. So when you see an item and you automatically start talking about the history of it, where it came from, where it was manufactured, you guys have this look in your eye of this passion and you can't fake that. Yeah, we've been doing it for 30 years now, but um, to be honest with you, we, I have my wife calls selective memory because I can't remember uh, what I had for lunch yesterday, but I can remember, you know, when the first year of Indian and who created it, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place to be. Well, Mike, congratulations on starting your 20th season of American Pickers. And uh, when you have a chance, come back and visit us in Las Vegas soon. Bring your brother, bring Frank, come back for a real visit. 
Oh, man. We're excited about making more shows, and I love Las Vegas. I'm, I'll, I'll be there soon. Thanks again for talking to me, Mike, and safe travels. Thank you. You too. You can catch season 20 of American Pickers with Mike Wolf and Frank Fritz as they crisscross the United States looking for rusty gold on the History Channel. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, start binge watching it because you're going to love it. You're going to become a fan just like me. And for more reviews and interviews, you can surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time. Where's the motorcycles? The motorcycles are in the front garage. Okay. Called in the Michigan Madman. Michigan Madman. Ooh, here we are. Right. This is his last motorcycle. Oh, man, look at that. <laughs> wow. He actually went 172 on this motorcycle. 8.68 seconds. It's a rocket, man. Both of them. He's got the Widowmaker and the Bloody Mary. These are no wait, 327s or 50s? This is a 350. 350? That's a 283. 283, OK. Now, these are bikes that are custom made with Chevy small block V8 engines in them. So what year is this? This is like a 71, and that's like a 61.